entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. How deep is your love? Hour number two on this Thursday morning. I'm sitting friends in the morning, 7.08. And you know, of course, we put this time aside every weekday because he's the best. He has distinguished himself now as the voice. As far as I'm concerned, he's the mayor of New York. He won't be officially for two more years, but he's the mayor of New York. It's big ratings, noon to one every weekday afternoon. Overnights, all weekend long. Arguably does his best work right here next to me. 710 every morning, the icon, the legend, Mr. Guardian Angel, who I found out last night, Armand Asante, the great actor, is a big fan of. My friend Curtis Sliwa. Good morning, Curtis. Yes, I forgive Armand for playing the role of the man who ordered my execution. Well, John Gotti did not order your execution. His son did. No, no. Senior ordered it to Junior. It came right from the top? Yep. Uh, junior, remember, was the underboss because yeah. uh, Senior was locked up. Right. And then Junior went to work. And they tried to get me two times. And you know the last one, five hollow point bull, uh, bullets later. So I forgive Armand. Well, you Although, should forgive him because what a, what a, he, he what did a great, great job, actor. right? What a, right? What a, I mean, if you, if you saw the second time they oh. tried to make that movie with John Travolta. Yeah. Oh, a disaster. <laughs> oh, my God. And now here's a trivia question for you. So in the original one, Armand played Gotti. Yes. And a guy named John Forsythe, very good actor, played Sammy the Bull. Yes. Do you know who played Sammy the Bull in the Travolta movie? Ah, the Travolta movie. Very, um, it, um, if you know my acting career. No, no, I look, there was a, it was actual movie about Sammy the Bull. No, I know that. But in that movie with Travolta, William DeMeo, the man that wrote, created, stars, Gravesend. Yes. He played Sammy the Bull. Well, he, boy, he, he's a multitasker. He does (laughs) everything. And you guys look like you're right out of central casting. (laughs) And I can never forget, here is Madame Lake, having just lost for the governorship in Arizona, probably running for Senate against Cinema. Um, yes, Carrie Lake. Who is Lake, proud yes. to be a bisexual now. That's why Frank Morano is all for toots about here, that Mama Luke. And she meets you for the very first time in the hallway here. I think her husband was with her there. And she goes, oh. You look like an organized crime hitman. She actually called me. She actually signed my book yes. to my favorite New York hitman. And she's a, <laughs> she's originally from Iowa, where yes. there are more pigs than people. 
I know. And he, she, they, they always say, well, I don't know, Sid, if you're going to play in the heartland, right? You know how they always yeah, say, I yeah, don't yeah, know if they're yeah. going to want to come see the Hell yes. They can't get enough of New York, especially mob movies. You're right about that. They love it. In fact, at one point last night, I was involved in a conversation. I thought about you. I was involved in a conversation with Armand DeSante and Chaz Palminteri in oh, the corner. Oh. And I'm like, Curtis, oh. Oh, that's like, that's like Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. <laughs> yeah. But here's oh. the thing. That is not my dinner potential Yes. next Tuesday night. Now, you heard that dinner. Yes. You heard the six players Five guys and me. Yes. And uh, knowing you, you've got an opinion on every one of them, don't exactly. you? But before you hit that, so you're sitting with Chaz Palminteri and Armand Asante. Again, that's like the Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig <laughs> of acting. Uh, and you, your box doesn't work. Your boom box in your ear no, doesn't I, work. I, it worked by that point because oh, I got it, I got it, it fixed oh, yesterday okay. morning, right, so I, I was with them last right, night. Because yeah. I was going to yeah. say, you know, the original <laughs> hearing aids were like a boom box in your ear. My grandfather, Fidela Bianchino, had one, and he would tilt to the left. I'd say, Pop, Pop, you're tilting to the left. He goes, this damn thing in, in Baez, it's, uh, it's weighing me down. And then remember Ronald Reagan, you would smile. Yes, yes. it's almost microscopic. Nobody knows. And, you know, if you've done radio long enough, I've done it 35 years, you've done it 25 years, when people come on to replace us for the next shift, they always are repulsed because when they put in the headphones and they see that we've cranked it all the way up, (laughs) they go running out, oh, my God, I think I destroyed my inner eardrum. (laughs) That's true. Oh, no, but let's get to the the six because you're included. I'm number six, yes. Okay, first off, uh, you have Paul Carlucci. A.K.A. Johnny Legit. That's his handle. Now, he doesn't he have a big job, had a big job at the New York Post? Publisher. Publisher. Publisher, right. So, uh, it's the Yankee playoffs. I forget which one. I think against Cleveland. Jeter was up. We're in Campagnolas. And we move to the side. And who's there? Bo Deedle with all of the organized crime guys. And they're all giving their handle. You know, hey, Johnny no, Potts no. and Don't give any names. I'm begging no, you. No, 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 okay. no. Okay. <laughs> and then I introduced them. I didn't say Paul Carlucci, publisher of the New York I said Johnny Legit. Oh, man. It's a what a handle. And you know how he got that handle? How? Up in Saratoga, I would go once a year. He is a horseman. He loves the horses. He loves gambling. So was Keith Kentrowitz. That's right. They're up there, as is uh, Charlie Gasparino. They've all been up there with me. But a guy gives me a tip. He comes up to me in the restaurant. This is a guarantee. You know how they do that all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Legit in the third race at Belmont. They named the horse after him. No, no, no. This was the name before. Okay. He got the handle. Oh, okay. Got it. So I said, guys, I got a tip. This guy says, get out of here. They're looking at the racing form. This guy's a nag. Next step, Clue Factory. I don't know where Johnny Legit won. He won. Paul Carlucci always told me, hey, you got to have the same demeanor whether you win or lose. Or don't gamble. Don't be, a, you know, a deadbeat gambler. Never be, uh, you know, somebody who doesn't pay your debts. Uh, but he, you would never know he just lost a few thousand dollars right on one race. He goes, oh, my God, Johnny Legit came out of nowhere and won. I said, that's your handle from now on. And that stuck? That's it. You oh call him Johnny God. Legit. That's so great. when you walk in that room... That he's the Pope of that meeting there. Okay. He knows everything. No, I think Cantrowitz is the Pope. No, 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 I'll tell you why. Okay. It's right before the Super Bowl. You remember Miami. Which uh, one? It was uh, the uh, Chicago Bears versus Indianapolis. I was there. It was a rainy, rainy night. Peyton Manning's first win, and the halftime show was Prince. Right. Then uh, Dan Marino had a problem, a child out of wedlock. 
So his the, girl, agent, the girl's still here in New Jersey. Right. <laughs> yeah. The agent calls up Paul Carlucci, publisher of the New York Post. Page six has this, Paul. You got to kill it. I think that's Ralph Stringer you're talking about. So uh, Paul says to the guy, if I mess with page six. Yeah, but you're the publisher. You don't understand. You don't mess with page six. Was that's Richard what, Johnson still there at that point? I uh, think he was. I think he was. Right. Yeah. So Paul tells him, I'm the publisher. You don't mess with page six. Because if you mess with page six, uh, something bad's going to happen. Really? So back then, there was nothing online, right? So in the morning, Paul's son calls him, Paulie Jr., says, Dad, you did a great job killing that story on page six. It's now on the front page of the New York Post. <laughs> he tells a great story. He goes, I warned oh, the guy God. because there's so many elements at the Post. Oh. You know, they're all top shelf, five star. You don't want to mess with them right. at that time. Cole <laughs> Allen, who was the managing editor, oh. superseded him. He says, I'm the publisher. But to be honest with you, at times, you just got to let the flow go. That's funny. I mean, but this I, guy knows everybody. Obviously, Keith Kantrowitz grew up in the projects, Glenwood Projects, went to South Shore, made it up the hard way. Uh, he lost his father at an early age. Man, this guy was always working, working two, three, four jobs just to make ends meet. So you got a good one there. He likes you a lot. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GobbleLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. Yeah, then Mark Simone, nobody better. You want it? You want it? nobody better. I was told no. that he promotes my big night coming up October the 27th, Huntington, Long Island, when Bill O'Reilly will be on an 840 New York State of Mind, and not once, right. not once has he right. mentioned my name. Well, that's because that's about you. He's jealous of When me. I was running for me, you know there was an embargo here about mentioning me. You know that for a long time. You couldn't even hint, Curtis Yeah, Lever. but you were running for office. That's different. No, no. Mark Simone every day said Curtis Lee should be mayor. I would be out there campaigning, oh. and they would say Mark Simone every day is no. saying you should be mayor. So you're loyal, uh, loyal, and I'm not loyal only that. To, I, I like Mark Simone a lot. When I heard that news 
that he didn't include my name, I was very surprised. No, no, no. I would give him a pass on that. I He's, really uh, would. Trust me, he had the best ratings of the political talk shows in New York City for a long time. Long time. No one else gets ratings at WOR except for him. Oh, no. He's smooth. Right. He's the best. Yeah, but no, he's not the best. I'm the best. No, no, no. I he's the best at WOR. Right. The but, best here at I, w -O -R. But, but here I come along, this fast-talking schmuck out of New York, back from Florida. Okay. And I take over the whole AM radio airwaves, and I think he's a you little want, jealous. You, you want your revenge? Just invite Frank Morano. <laughs> And Mark Simone will say, I'm out of here, man. That dirt bag, no. he'll be cursing. I, I actually like Mark Simone too much to do that. He hates <laughs> Frank Morano with a passion, hates him. So now you have, okay, Charlie Gasparino. I mean, this guy, his father used to be a boxer. They grew up in the Bronx. Then they moved up to Westchester. Uh, you got to have him take us to Bomonti's in Brooklyn. That's Vinny Viola's place. That's right, where they have the bocce court, just yes. like Il Vagabondo had judges, uh, politicians, uh, every, and Sinatra, mobsters. We got to go there. We got to go you there never, afterwards. You never, you've been there oh, before. Oh, I've been there with Charlie Gasparino. I'll tell you the story. When Vinny Viola bought the Florida Panthers, yes. and Vinny was a huge fan of mine from my days at WFAN, so he's a Ranger fan. Yeah. So he bought the Florida Panthers. He ran the guy, the team with a guy named Doug Sipu, who still does, who, but they won't look virtue. And uh, comes to me one day at a Panther game. He goes, listen, goes to my wife. He goes, Danielle, I'm taking Sid to New York this weekend. You know, Danielle, you're doing what? You're not taking my husband anywhere. He goes, I'm taking him to New York. You didn't know, Danielle. She's like, hey, Vinny, come here. I don't care if you're in the, the West uh, Point. Second. You're not taking him anywhere. But he convinced her to let me go. It was Super Bowl weekend. The Panthers are playing the Rangers the Islanders, and the Devils. He put me on the team plane, oh. had me sit next to the coach. At the time, it was a guy named Gerard Gallant, oh. who the Rangers just fired last year. Oh. And I'm saying first class, five-star hotel room in Jersey City before the game against the Devils. And the guys on the team are going, who's this guy? And Friday night, we flew right to New York and went to look, Williamsburg look, for Monty's for dinner. That's better than a menage a trois. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Uh, I, I don't know if you could handle two women at the same time, Sid. <laughs> at your age, you can't even hear anymore. Yeah, no, your knee is no. going, everything's no. going. But uh, your, your schlong is okay, right? <laughs> That's good to go. Your fire hose is okay, right? <laughs> if there's a fire, God forbid, you're able to put the fire out with uh, your fire hose. I am good to go. Oh, my God. And then, then there's this one guy here I don't like. Who's that? He's a rat. David Patterson, why are you having there? Well, everything you say, he's going to bring back to Team Adams. He is a rat for Team Adams. He kisses Eric Adams' ass. Why would you put him in the middle of that Well, scrum? you have to understand. First of all, I have nothing to do with this. I was invited by Keith Kantrowitz, who put this dinner together. Now, it's not a surprise to me because the first time I met Keith two weeks ago, at a Met game, was with Anthony Carone and Governor David Patterson. So clearly, Kantrowitz and Patterson are very close. But to your point, I brought on Patterson the next day, you remember. And you pimp slapped him. Well, he did exactly what you just said. Yep. He actually went out of his way to defend Eric Adams, who is indefensible exactly. at this point. He's indefensible. By, by the way, I, I predict Keith Kantrowitz. By the way, he had his uh, headquarters for a while at Lake Success, right there in Nassau County. Used to be the old headquarters for the United Nations originally. That's, yeah, right beautiful, by Northwell uh, Health uh, That's right. Hospital. Yeah. Anyway, 
I know why he brought David Patterson. He's going to say, well, you know, we have to have diversity and equity. We need a black man here <laughs> sitting at the table. I would suggest if anybody's a Sicilian there, a teacher, they say, I got some black in me. Get rid of David Patterson, that rat. <laughs> what a rat. You know, he's going to bring everything back to Team Adams. But what's funny is he will do that, but he still likes you. Like, it's weird. We had a dinner conversation. Well, he is my husband-in-law, and right. he he's a great father, stepfather to my older son, Anthony, yeah. who, as you know, is here, like, every day working. Right. I love Anthony. Uh, so, love yeah, him. no, he does a great job with that. Are you, but are you mad that your ex-wife says that the governor is much better in bed than you are? Well, I introduced him to my <laughs> ex-wife, Mary. Now, why would you do that? When we were partners at AM 970, the answer, which I wasted four years of my life there. I'll never get it back. I don't think one person listens to that stage. Uh, Mary was visiting with Anthony, and I said, hey, uh, here's my wife, uh, Mary. Take my wife, please, like Henny Youngman. And he did. And proving, he did. Proving that love is blind. Look love is absolutely blind. See what you did there? Blind. I saw what you did there. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you. But no, no, keep that right out of there because he's just going back to team match. But anyway, it'll be a great sit down. And I'm telling you, you are going to discover the wealth of information and stories that Johnny Legit, a.k.a. Paul Carlucci. You like this guy, huh? Oh, he's my he, he's the godfather of Anthony. He's the godfather of he's Anthony? He's the godfather of Anthony. Now, how does that happen? And he saved me so many times. Wow. I'll never forget. The, uh, the divorces are coming fast and furiously. And, you know, they attack you for everything. You know, they put scurrilous things in there. I said, Legit, uh, can you do anything with this? He goes, Look, I'm the publisher of the Post. When they file it, we print it word for word. I can't do anything about it. And oh my God, I'm reading it. <laughs> Sleazewar, Sleazewar, Sleazewar. Oh, I died a thousand deaths. I was oh. like uh, oh. Mel Gibson in Braveheart at the yeah. end. You know, you put me yeah. on the rack, they were impaling well, you're, me. You're like the original Donald Trump. He's got indictments. Yep. And you have divorces. Yes, yes. Oh, and he had them, too. Oh, I know he had them, He was too. almost <laughs> bankrupt. They I, put him on remember. an allowance. I remember. He had no money. He had nothing. Nothing. He came back from nothing. Imagine. The judge says, I'm giving you an allowance. How humiliating that had to be. For a multi-multi-millionaire. Oh. So are you feeling this momentum? Wherever I go, yes. people are like... Adams is not getting it done. Yeah. Even his friends, I'm never going to mention names, even his friends, his supporters, they're disappointed, let's be honest. And you're getting all the pub because you're in Brooklyn one night, you're on Long Island the next night, you're in Queens the next night, you're yep. on Staten Island the next night. Yep. You're everywhere. Do you feel, I'm being serious, do you feel a genuine momentum as you really do get ready to prepare for a second run at mayor? Oh, there's no doubt. You know, I am the mayor in exile on the island of Manhattan like Napoleon was on the island of Elba. He's missing in action. He disappeared for a week. He went out to the Hamptons. Did you see that column by the former lieutenant governor? Uh, I'm forgetting her name momentarily. She stood up when Pataki was uh, oh, yes. giving a state of the state address. Uh, anyway, she eviscerated him. Yeah, killed him. Killed him. It's a, and because he's saying to all these Hamptonites, oh, New York City is back. We've never been better. And they're all looking at him like, what drug is what this is guy on? Of? You know uh, that? Betsy yes. McCoy. Betsy McCoy. Betsy McCoy, right, right. right. Do you know that the, the coffee machine was broken here yesterday? Yeah. Was there ever a time in your life where you couldn't go out at 5 o'clock in the morning? Five. And get a Dunkin' Donuts no. coffee, no. a Starbucks. Nothing's open. You know why? Everywhere. Everybody's scared to death right. to it, come to work before 6 o'clock in the morning. Now, now you know, Sid, years ago, look, I was in Brownsville for a while, 
You get up in the morning at 5. You got to watch your back. You know certain areas, you got to watch your back 24-7. These attacks are happening in areas that never before had attacks. They're random. They're spontaneous. They're emotionally disturbed. And when you look at Eric Adams, you say, wait, you ran on the law and order platform. You said, trust me, I'm the cop. I'm the moderate Democrat. I'm going to take care of all the black men and women who are emotionally disturbed, homeless, have alcohol, drug problems. He's done nothing. Nothing. The anger towards him is greatest from the African-American community. And today, when he leads that rally to let them work, let these illegal oh, aliens please. work, give them an opportunity to take the easy pass, come here and work right away. And I'm saying to myself, are you nuts? There are African-Americans out there saying, what happened to us? And then you got unions out there. Are you guys crazy? They're going to take your jobs. And remember, there are no benefits. They'll work under the table. They'll work under the radar. Cesar Chavez of United Farm Workers Union, right? Great liberal, great progressive. They all loved him. Kennedys went there. Martin Luther King Jr. He was opposed to illegal aliens. He said, I worked hard to get basic wage, basic decent care for my workers in the fields. And they're just going to drive it under. How could you go out there as a union member? And business leaders, Jamie Dimon, we know why you want them. Because you pay them cheap wages. You don't pay them. That's why you love illegal aliens. And the elected officials, they're all fake, phony, fraudulent fagazies. That's why people are following me, Sid, because I call them all out. Friends or foes, if you're an enemy of New York City, New York State, and especially United States of America, you're my enemy. And this is a blood feud and a vendetta. I've survived all battles. And I'll be victorious in this one for the people of New York City.